You are listening to Up To Me Radio, the best in inspirational talk radio. It's up to me. Hello, my friends, and welcome to Coffee with Kim. I invite you to journey with me to a new day. I believe God has led you to this moment and this place because He is about to bring purpose and potential to your story. So join thousands of women and men from around the globe who have discovered how powerful their stories become once Christ touches them with His purpose. Don't you long to make this same discovery? Then grab your coffee, scoot in, and join me as we let God's Word reveal how every part of your past has been preparing you for this very moment. And welcome to Coffee. If you've never joined us, Coffee stands for Conversations of Friends of Faith to Encourage and Equip. And I'm Kim Crable, so happy to have you along. We as women are to grow in our wisdom, and we do that through circumstances, through life, through things that that we are walking through, but most importantly, through God's Word. And then we are given the mandate in Titus chapter 2, verses 3 and 5, to share that with younger women around us. Today's guest has such a heart for doing that, and I've seen her model that in so many ways. And so today, it is such a delight to welcome to our show and to this broadcast my dear friend. She is, and let me just tell you what she is. She's a teacher. She was a principal. She was an art major. She's a author. She's a mom. She's a wife, a mom to the Irwin brothers, uh, a wife to Senator past Senator Hank uh, Irwin. This woman has virtually done it all and is doing it all, but still is making time for the rest of the world and her knowledge. So welcome to the show, Sheila Irwin. Hello, hey, Sheila. Thank you, Kim. It's so good to see you. We, ah. we've, we've been snowed in for the whole week and and it's supposed to start snowing again today. In Tennessee, you're snowed in? in? Tennessee. We've got six inches of the ground and it's supposed to start snowing again today at noon and snow until eight o'clock tonight. So I'm a little jealous. You know, we just we're not. We've been (laughs) stuck in the house. (laughs) Oh my god. We're not prepared for this. We're just not. (laughs) When was the last time you got such a snow, Sheila? Well, you know, we we had one last year we had a snow and ice storm, or maybe it was two years ago. Uh Um a really bad one like this, but this so far is just snow. So it's a little, it's not as treacherous. Although uh, we used to live in Alabama and uh, one of the young gals that her husband worked for my boys, we had a really bad snowstorm there uh, nine or 10 years ago. Uh, She was, they were from Chicago. Uh, So anyway, I called her and I said, has Stephen uh, gotten back home yet? And she said, Oh, no, he's still, they're still working on the set. And she said, by the time they get through, they'll have the snow plows out. And I went, there are no snow plows. <laughs> she said, maybe one or two salt trucks, but that's going to be about it. And she went, what? <laughs> so we have, we're not prepared for this. We're just not. It's just the truth. Well, you know, I learned when I moved from the South to Baltimore, the snow just, I mean, it would just come in, not inches, but feet. Yes. But they were so prepared. I mean, Within a few hours, it was removed. It was gone. Mm-hmm. 
And so uh, it's interesting then to be back south and to see a few snowflakes and things pretty much stop, you know, it's because the school snows <laughs> too right. snow, snowflakes. I know there's such an excitement, you know, about it. So <laughs> I, I usually only last a day, but this is a whole week. Oh my! Well, yeah. be safe. This is a good time for us to be yeah. able to use our technology to reach the people. So. Yes. Um, Absolutely. Well, you know what, Sheila, I mentioned a lot of things that you do and all of those are true. You've been a teacher, you've been a principal, you're an art major, you know, but your book uh, and your family. Let's just take just a minute and start with priority, your family, because I know that's always your priority. So tell us about a little bit about that so that people get to know the Sheila Irwin inside the home. Okay. Well, I have two sons. Uh uh, Andy Irwin and John Irwin. Andy's the oldest, and uh, and then we have uh, seven grandchildren. Uh, uh, John has four, uh, starting at fifteen and ending at seven, and Andy has three, starting at fifteen and ending with seven. The first two are three months apart, and the last two are four weeks apart. So you know we have uh, all kinds of ages in between, but yeah, we do, and uh, we all live here in Franklin. Um, John lives right around the corner and Andy lives about seven miles uh, from where we live. He has, um, he's a gentleman farmer. My, my daughter-in-law said, what's a gentleman farmer, uh, mom? Because everybody, that's what everybody calls him. And I said, a farmer who does nothing. <laughs> he just has land. <laughs> and she's, oh, okay, got it. <laughs> he has a truck <laughs> and land. <laughs> well, they do have chickens and rabbits. <laughs> well, and for those who don't know, but I, I can't imagine who those who don't, but the, the two sons in which you're speaking about are, are known to the world as the Irwin brothers who have developed and produced such great movies as I can only imagine uh, Jesus revolution, all these incredible uh, ways that you've blessed the world through ministry. So um, good, good job mom and planting seeds in them, but you're also married to a pretty cool guy that did some pretty cool things too. Absolutely. I was in radio and television uh, for the first part of our marriage. We went to Dallas seminary and then came back home and, he started doing radio and TV, uh, uh, did a live show on TV and and uh, a daily show for four hours a day uh, on the radio, uh, covered most of Alabama. And that's kind of how the boys got the bug. Uh, when they when he had the live TV show, he let them work a camera each on the, on the set, which they fell in love with and then started working in the booth and just learned it from the ground up. We did that for a long time. Um, and and then. Um, the radio station that he'd been with for all those years decided to go all music and no talk. It'd been a talk radio. And, and so at that point we were just like, okay, Lord, what's the next step? We'd done ministry all along, been in church ministry, pastor to church, done some other things. Um, and, and so we were sitting at dinner that night and talking and our former state Senator uh, came walking past our table and said, Hank, how you doing? Cause he had a political show. How are you doing? And he said, well, I hear you're running for Lieutenant governor uh, to this man. He said, yeah, I am. And Hank said, well, who's going to take your place as Senator? And he said, how about you? And Hank, we both kind of flinched, you know, cause politics wasn't on our radar. Um, and we went home, prayed about it, asked all the people that we trust to give us good counsel and uh, hoping that somebody would say no. But everybody said yes. And we ran a grassroots campaign, uh, the headlines the morning after uh, the election. 
front page says Irwin wins in a landslide. Um, it's a miracle, um, miracle win. So that was exciting. He was there for two for two terms. Uh, then we, uh, you know, owned a travel agency. After that, that was kind of our retirement job and loved that. Did that for 11 years and then just moved up here. I had planned that we planned on just the retirement, you know, uh, way. And uh, at that point, I sold my travel agency in 2019. Thank you, Lord. Uh, but anyway, and so then uh, uh, Hank came to me and said, babe, I think you need to start a women's ministry up here. And I said, he said, just pray about it. I don't tell you you have to. I just, you know, I just feel like you should. So I prayed about it and we did. And so the rest is history. We're doing the women's ministry that you're talking about now. In the meantime, I was I wrote a book um, and that was about 12 years ago when I wrote that book. We were still back in Birmingham and it came out, came out in, uh, in 20, 2020 um, and uh, was focused on the family, which was not a real great time for a book to release, but the Lord's still blessed. But anyway. Well, a lot of people are probably home and could, could take the time to read it. I want, we, want, we want to show that book. It's called Raising Dreamers. Uh, tell us why you named it Raising Up Dreamers. Well, you know, my husband's motto was dream big uh, to our boys. Well, when they came to him at 12 and 16 and said, we believe that God wants us to make movies and Christian movies and uh, and well they say to be Christian filmmakers is what they said mm -hmm. and and so um Hank didn't discourage it at all he said go for it boys you know if it's of the Lord it'll prosper if it's not it won't but you have to give 20 years of your life to it before mm -hmm. you'll be successful well uh their breakout movie which was I can only imagine that made 85 million in the box offices uh was their 20th year <laughs> and so um, anyway, and, and God's just blessed. Uh, Kingdom Story Company has five movies coming out this year, wow. um, this next year. Uh, not all of them are directed by either John or Andy. Um, it's other directors, which is what they're trying to do now is nurture other directors. Uh, but mm -hmm. we have five coming out. John is now uh, doing a live streamer while Andy's running Kingdom Story Company. And he is doing a thing a lot like The Chosen, except uh -huh. it's going to be the life of David. Uh, and it's called uh, David's House. And um, uh, he, they, he's, they're actually going to Greece to film that in, in the spring. And, uh, and Andy's got two or three more movies they're going to be filming, one, a couple of which he's going to direct. So it's just crazy here. <laughs> just, you know, a lot, lot, lot going on. Lot, not, not what we expected at all, but it's what God is doing. So. I know because backing up a little bit, I do recall you saying we came here to retire. So yes. I, I love I love that um, when God sends us to a place for what we think is one reason, and then he just turns it upside down with his purpose. I, I think that's so exciting. Well, gosh, a lot of things coming uh, forward. And I wanted to touch base with that, Sheila, because just the richness of the soil in which you all have been planted, I think is amazing. But I want to get back to women's ministry because I know that's our heart. That's mm -hmm. how we connected. I know both of us, family is priority um, and all those things that, you know, our, our, those little children, grandchildren, our kids, our, our daughters-in-laws, all those are so important. But we also have a big heart uh, to teach women. And in the Bible, um, in Titus chapter 2, uh, verse 3 and 5, I want to read this, Sheila. And I would like for us just to take a few minutes to talk about why 
how we do this, why this is important. You know, there's there's women's ministries popping up all over, which is wonderful. There are teachers all over. That's wonderful. But they're, they, they, they are being called up for a specific reason. Mm-hmm. It's more than just gatherings. It's more than get-togethers. You know, it's more than a potluck lunch. And I mean, fellowship is important, but it's in the richness of that fellowship that we can do great things. So I want to read this and then let's talk about it just for a minute. Titus chapter two, beginning in verse three, it says, likewise, teach the older women to be reverent in the way they live, not to be slanderous or addicted to much wine, but to teach what is good so they can urge the younger women to love their husbands and love their children, to be self-controlled and pure, to be busy at home, and to be kind, and to be subject to their own husbands, so that no one will malign the word of God. Well, that is a scripture, a scripture, a scripture. For For people who are wondering what their what God wants of them or as a woman or what God's will is, you could stay in that one scripture all day long and be just fine, couldn't you, Sheila? Absolutely. So what uh, is I think if the our generation, uh, I'm, a, I'm a good bit older than you, but uh, yeah. my generation, I think we failed at that. Uh, not everybody. I mean, there's a, there are those of us who have mentored mentored women all you know for all these years, but as a whole, uh, we've not gotten the vision that mentoring is the way it's supposed to go, woman mm-hmm. to woman, life to life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had the privilege of having a godly woman that mentored me and would, was priceless uh, in my walk with the Lord, the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, and we also at our ministry do a one day seminar that we go to churches, uh, big or little, big, you know, either, either way. Uh, we go to churches and teach a one day seminar just on that verse. And it's called Repeat the Echo. Uh, because everybody called me Echo when Joyce was discipling me because they said when I opened my mouth, Joyce came out. Um, and so I couldn't think of a better compliment. But yeah. at the same time, uh, it, and we go in and, and encourage the women that they have a purpose, that they have a purpose to carry on, to pass the baton. You know, yeah. some of us are in the fourth quarter, maybe even the two minute warning bell is rung. Uh, but but, you know, God wants us to uh, continue until he comes. We occupy until he comes. And so instruction from the word of God, not anything other than the word of God is going to transform a life. Absolutely. Uh, not any feeling, not anything that you can conjure up. It is the word of God that is transformational. So we we go and teach that to these women. It's important. Absolutely. What do you think uh, when you when you're looking at these? Um, th- there's there are 12 things here uh, to be reverent, uh, not to be slanderous. You know, it's there's some big things here. But then but then they it comes down to just be kind, be busy at home. You know, sometimes I think these are not things that women that we as women want to do because it j- doesn't bring in the prestige or the attention or the atta girls. But just being busy at home 
is part of God's will for our lives. Talk about that just a minute, Sheila. And I know there are a lot of women who have to work outside their home, but this doesn't mean that we can't still be in our home, um, you know, what God would have us to be. Speak to that just a little bit. Oh, yeah. I, uh, it's so important that you are the heartbeat of the home, uh, whether you're a working mom or working wife or not. Uh, if you're staying home all the time with the children, whatever you're doing, you are the heartbeat of your home. Uh, and so you have an opportunity to set the stage for your home to be a place that glorifies God. And I think that's part of it. And making sure that we are um, we are to be a helpmate to our husband and making sure we're doing that uh, as well. Um, it's, it's all of that is just so, so, so very important that we're willing uh, to do what God has called us to do. But that be kind. Yeah. I mean, really, um, I don't know, maybe you've never been in a group like this before. I've been in several along the way, uh, not not lately, but where, you know, you're in the group with the ladies and you just want to hyperventilate because everybody's trying to outdo everybody and put everybody yeah. down and gossiping. And it's a horrible place to be. Yeah. Um, you know, I just want to run out the door. Uh, yeah. But I've also had the privilege of being in that room where everybody's in love with Jesus and everybody is in love with one another. Yes. Um, I have a board of 12 women. I it, It's just been unbelievable. These women, they are such women of God and they love one another in such a deep real way as we walk through heartache and joy and all the things that life throws at you um, that we're there for each other and what a joy and that's my heart too that we women stop being competitive but start being kind to one another and loving and gentle and being there for each other absolutely and they give all the the Paul, as, as he's writing this, he talks about all of these things to teach the women around us these things, but he comes out with a reason of why it's so important. Of course, it's to feed into one another, but tell us what that means so that no one may malign the word of God. What does that mean, Sheila? You know, I used to be a pastor. I mean, I've been a pastor's wife, <laughs> you know, uh, and, uh, it, you know, when we're not walking in the way, we're a bad testimony to the world. Yes. Um, you know, being a senator's wife, and there were a lot of people that didn't didn't know Jesus as their savior. Um, but they held us to a higher standard than we even held ourselves to. Yes. You know, if, if we did anything, they would say, see, I, you know, no, you know. So God really held our feet to the fire during that time as we walked through that situation. Uh, we all are in those kinds of situations where it's very important that we be women of integrity, that we, our word be our word, be it true, and that we can be trusted. Our husbands can trust us. Uh, we're not running around doing things that dishonor the kingdom. Yes. And that there is a priority and order there. Our husbands, our children, our home, um, inside the home, um, and then move outside, move outside the home. I've just, uh, uh, Sheila, I remember, and maybe you've heard this story, but, you know, we were just, my ministry, uh, Roses Rainbows, was just growing um, back 30 years ago. I mean, it was like, it was like a seed that God would, had planted. And I mean, we were seeing new growth, focus on the family had called, all these things were going on. My husband walked in and said, we're, we're moving to uh, you know Baltimore. And I remember thinking, there's no way this could be God. 
There's no way <laughs> this could be God. Please, God, don't let this be you. Um, you know, it just to uproot from one land and go to another when everything mm-hmm. seems so perfect here. And I remember getting there. And of course, any move is traumatic on children. And um, my boys were just devastated. And I can remember uh, getting ready to go out and, you know, be a motivational speaker to different groups around the world. But I was leaving little boys with tears running down their eyes. Mm. Now, had I been had had I needed to do that to support my family, to feed them, then, you know, then that would have been the thing that I was supposed to do. But that wasn't my case. It was ministry driven. Important. I loved it. It was my heartbeat. But my boys were my first priority in my heartbeat. And I gave gave all that up. And it was hard. And sometimes God will cause call us to do things that are hard, but we'll always look back. I look back, uh, Sheila, and I think, thank you, Lord, mm-hmm. for not for stopping me from missing the special moments with my boys that I would have missed. And so God always knows what he's doing, even when we don't have a clue what he's doing. And so just to be able to trust him and have those godly women around us that we can run to, uh, like you were talking about earlier, that you can truly um, trust because you know that they're not giving you their advice they're giving what you just said, you know, the truth of God that will never fail you. It's, it will always stand strong. So, so I wanted to, I wanted to share you with uh, anybody in my world that doesn't know you, but now I'd love to go on and talk about you have honored me in such a way by asking me to speak at your winter retreat. So let's talk about that for just a minute. Your winter retreat that's coming up in February that we're so excited about raising dreamers, ministry. This is the retreat um, that we're talking about. So tell us about it. Uh, Why should we come? Uh, Well, you know, uh, this is the first retreat I've done since COVID. (laughs) And and everybody's really kind of excited, excited about it. Uh, I just I see um, that women now need that human touch. We've been so separated for so long. We need to come together and encourage one another. There's nothing like the body of Christ meeting together and encouraging one another and just having fun. Uh, But being in the word of God, uh, Kim's going to be one of our speakers, uh, a gal named Dawn, uh, Jordan is going, she's from Prattville, Alabama, a pastor's wife, uh, is going to also be speaking about encouraging one another. And then I'm going to be speaking uh, one night as well. We have panel discussions. Uh, mm-hmm. I've just been so excited about the panel discussions. I don't know what to do. Um, mm-hmm. We've got three that, and and, and uh, Kim is going to direct that, uh, that part of the program. There's three groups of four ladies. In fact, one of them's added a lady, I think two theirs is going to be five. But um, they are going to be, first of all, going to be talking about friendship. And I have had so many young women say, why is it so hard to make friends? Yes. uh, In this day and age. And we're going to try to answer some of those questions. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the next one is on comfort. You know, we're living in an age where there's a lot of sorrow and hardship and Mm -hmm. things going on that we didn't really bank on. Uh, we need one another. We, we need to know how to encourage other people. Yeah. Uh, and then the other one is encouragement. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So it's comfort and courage and friendship. Uh, mm -hmm. And so all three of those panels, the women on them really are incredible. Um, they, they have a reason to speak into each one of these things from their mm -hmm. own lives. And that's going to be fun as well. And plus we're just going to have some fun activities and, and, uh, it's just going to be a wonderful time together. It's going to start on Friday we're gonna, and, and go through Sunday, the 23rd through the 25th of February. Pray for good weather, please. Yes. This weather's made me a little nervous. <laughs> but anyway, it's, uh, uh, it's enriched my prayer life. But just, you know, really be praying for really good, good weather here. And that God would draw the women together that need to hear what we've got to say. Yes. You know, every woman does, you know, need what we've got every, every time. Uh, but God would bring those women in that need to be encouraged. It's called Lifeline. Yeah. Uh, and so we're throwing out a lifeline in a time where there's been a lot of hard stuff uh, yes. going on with one another. And so it's going to be at the Drury Inn and Suites. And um, they were supposed to close registration today for the rooms, but I talked to them this morning and because we've sold all of our rooms already that, that they had aside, they've, they've, they've added rooms to our uh, lineup. So you can keep registering, ignore the thing that says uh, the 18th is the deadline. You can keep registering um, to come. And some people have said that live here in Franklin, um, can I just stay home and come to the meetings? You can, but it's a, it's a different flavor. If you go back and forth, I'll be honest, it's best yeah. to stay there. If you can, if you yeah. can't, then, you know, you're going to get up mighty early in the morning to get over to the Drury Inn and suites. And, um, we're going to have small groups at night where we, we sit around and talk about what we've learned that day and questions that we have. Um, uh, we have, um, small group leaders that are established to do that. So it's going to be wonderful. Um, mm -hmm. I just get more, the more closer it gets, the more excited I get. I'm just really so it sounds like you're getting really good participation. Do you have different states being represented? Oh my goodness. Yes. It, it, that's been incredible. We've got somebody, some people coming from Texas, in, uh, Indiana, Iowa, Ohio, Georgia, Alabama, Tennessee, uh, I think I've named them all. Maryland. Yes, I know some people coming from Maryland. Oh yeah. Maryland. Yeah. yeah. Maryland. So, yeah. you know, really, I mean, we've got them coming from everywhere uh, imaginable. So that's, what's going to be exciting. You're going to make friends that are coming. And then we're going to, after the retreat is over, we're going to, in April and March, we're going to start doing a zoom uh, Bible study that people can attend that have met each other and keep up those friendships and get, you know, those kinds of things. So it's going to be really a fun time. And um, I get so excited every, every time somebody re registers because it comes into my debt, you know, to my laptop and I'm like, Oh, wow. I can't believe they're coming. So it's just really going to be fun. We may have a couple of people coming from California as well. Forgot about those folks. So all those different States and, you know, Imagine, I mean, imagine, ladies, if you will, walking into an environment where you really don't know a lot of the people and leaving with an entirely mm -hmm. new group of best friends. 
And I would too encourage you to stay if you can, even if you have to sleep on the sofa with a friend, there's something about staying engaged in that moment and not breaking that because God has already set a special anointing on these few days. And we've been praying. Sheila's group has been praying. They've been praying for you, whether by name or not. And I am honored to be a part. I'm so excited about what God is going to do because God is in the process of doing. My theme for this year, Sheila, is more in 24. And God wants to do more than we could ever imagine or even dare to ask. And it's going to be at this conference. I'm so excited to be a part. So we have about a minute left, Sheila. For anyone who's out there that um, is just really struggling today, could you take just a minute and just, um, just speak to their heart? Just take a minute and minister to those we've talked about those who are hurting those who just need a special word we just take just a minute just to speak into their heart today oh absolutely uh i find myself more and more uh lately to say i don't know if i can get through all this without crying but for this you have jesus uh dawn who is one of our speakers uh they just lost their precious 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 uh daughter-in-law and um uh, she uh, had a blood, she'd fallen and broke her leg and had a blood clot and, but she was pregnant uh, and that little baby's in ICU. Um, and, you know, we've walked through that the last two weeks with them and watched them trust the Lord uh, through it. But to be able to say, oh, so hard, but for this, you have Jesus. You know, I don't know who out there and what you're going through. Um, if it's death of a spouse or a child that's in rebellion or a, a friend that's going through a hard place and you're walking through it with them, Jesus never leaves us nor forsakes us. He says he will not. He is always there in the depths of whatever this wicked, depraved, dead world throws at us. He's still there. He's still there and he still loves us. And so for this, you have Jesus. For this, you have Jesus. But what if you don't have Jesus? That's the most important thing. You know, if you don't belong to him, if you've never been born again, and I know that's a churchy term to some people, but that's what the scripture says. And that means you've come to the point where you understand that Jesus Christ came here, lived here, and did something you could not do. And that is he lived the perfect life so that he could be the perfect lamb of God and could pay the penalty for your sins because you see we all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God but we have a savior who took our place on that cross on my computer a friend gave me this little thing that's st sticking right here and it was talking about the middle the man on the cross beside Jesus when he got to heaven they were saying well how did you get here and we won't go through the whole story because we don't have time but the man finally said the man on the middle cross told me I could come. So ladies, maybe you feel like you're the man on the other cross. Maybe you've lived a wicked life. Maybe you've lived a good life. I don't know, but I tell you, the man in the middle cross wants you to come. And he says you can come. And so just quickly, just bow your head and say, oh, I believe you're the son of God. I believe I'm a sinner. And I desperately need your salvation. Once you've done that, he will never, ever, ever leave you, never forsake you. You're a child of God. So 
please come join us. We're going to have so much fun together, but we're going to be bonded in a way that the gates of hell cannot prevail against. So come make new friends from all over the United States. Yes. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. Yes. Sheila Irwin, thank you so much for joining us. You know how much I love, honor, and respect, and am so inspired by you. Ladies, please mark off your calendars now. You see the website going across the site. Go in there, register, come be with us. I can guarantee you, Sheila and I have been together. I will guarantee you, you will be laughing. You will be eating some good food. We will be having so much fun because she and I both love to giggle. But I will also tell you that we will be diving straight into God's word. And you will leave with more of God's word in you. And that word is active and alive and will always be there to go to work on your behalf, the Bible says. So come, let's have a great time together. Let's spend the weekend together, bring some Comfortable clothes, right, Sheila? Yes, so, absolutely. It's casual. It's casual. <laughs> absolutely. Come meet the woman who birthed the Irwin brothers, who uh, who who I've learned to add to her resume is the pastor's wife. See, every time I'm with you, I learn more about you. You've done it all, and there's more to do. So, Sheila, thank you so much for joining us. Friends, I do hope that you will uh, get on there and register and meet us in uh, Franklin, Tennessee in just a few weeks in February. So all the information is there. We look forward to seeing you. Sheila, thank you again. Oh, look forward thank to you. Week. Absolutely. Oh, Bye. Can't, can't wait. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. about Kim's books, teaching materials, or to invite Kim to speak at your event, please visit kimcrables.org. Thank you for joining us today. And remember, to learn more, please visit KimCrables.org. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.